Today is Tuesday, January 25th, 2011, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, throughout the course of the next hour, a friend of Medjugorje will be uh, discussing with us the message we received earlier today through uh, Maria. And uh, the 25th of the month is the day that Our Lady gives a message for the world, and that is given through one of the six visionaries of Medjugorje, Maria. And this has been taking place since 1987, when Our Lady changed from the weekly messages to the monthly messages given for the world. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. May we come before you and ask him for your intentions for us tonight, this night, this day of the 25th, when you speak to the whole world, but not only today, but for all future ages and to the end of the earth. We pray that fruit come from this tree of this message today. We take it to heart and you give us insights into this, both what we hear, what we say, and what we'll read from it in the future. Amen. Well, we want to welcome everybody to our show tonight. As usual, we have the great gift and the joy of being in knowledge that the Virgin Mary came to the earth today and gave a message. We know that at the end of Revelations, the last very, very last book of the or verses of the Bible, that with these monthly messages Maria, Our Lady Maria received today, Our Lady's given at this moment, that those last verses in the latter times says that we will receive crystal clear, issuing from the throne of God, medicine to heal the nations once each month, 12 times a year. We have to pinch ourselves to the reality that we live in biblical times and indeed in the last biblical times. Doesn't mean the world's going to end tomorrow. Although sometimes when we look at what our lady says, we may wonder if we would wish that. But for those who change now, those who follow our messages now, those who look for her, look into her eyes and become what she is, imitating her as the first Christian, we have a real joy waiting for us on this earth, not just in heaven. So our lady's come to transform the whole earth through the transformation of my soul and your soul. And these messages are what those last verses in the Bible says, and you should look that up. Go read your Bible. Our lady says, read the Bible every day. Know that we've been getting this for years that these words are medicine for the nations. And so it is today's message, Joan, will let you read this to us and contemplate the great gift we have to be alive in this time, recognizing the signs of the times. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's January 25th, 2011 monthly message to the world. Dear children, also today I am with you and I am looking at you and blessing you And I am not losing hope that this world will change for the good and that peace will reign in the hearts of men. Joy will begin to reign in the world because you have opened yourselves to my call and to God's love. The Holy Spirit is changing a multitude of those who have said yes. Therefore, I desire to say to you, 
Thank you for having responded to my call. Well, of course, this is a beautiful message, and it's good to hear this. I say good to hear this because the messages of the recent months have not been so good. Not in the sense that Our Lady didn't say good things. She was given more of a measurement of us where we stood in our souls and making us analyze the state of grace we're in. And the prognosis was not very good. So this is a beautiful message to see this. I was talking to Maria earlier today, and actually right after the messages, and her husband, Paolo, also. And so these messages that we've been getting for the last, especially through Mariana's messages, have not been very um, making us satisfied with ourselves, our condition. And Paolo said today, it was very good. We got a good message today. I said, yes, we did, didn't we? He said, our lady thinks we're horses. She's either giving us a stick or a carrot. So we've been getting a lot of sticks the last few months, and today was a carrot. So he thinks a little bit different in the way he has a view of Our Lady's words. But I think that kind of sums up the whole message of the last year or so and what we've been getting with these sticks and that she comes and gives us this carrot. Of course, Maria has actually said that here when she was here, I think it was 2008, that Our Lady... Uh, gave several little favors when she was here. Not little, I guess you'd say major. Uh, things out of the characteristic, the normal characteristic of the message, or the character of the messages. And Maria described it as, Our Lady's giving us little chocolates. So these graces are available to everyone on earth. Our Lady gave a blessing today to everyone on earth. But to receive the benefit of that, you need to be in the state of grace. To receive grace you must be in a state of grace. If you're not in a state of grace, you won't even recognize that. If you're in a state of grace and you're not really not praying, you won't be sensitive to that grace that you received, even though you received it. And so it is. This is Our Lady's plans. You, you must pray more, dear children. I seek that you pray unceasingly. I ask that you fast. I ask for renunciation if you can't fast, or both if you can't fast, still do renunciation. I ask for nine days of renunciation. And so there's many times our lady's given us the impulse to strive for the spiritual life because the future and what she said today, I'm looking at you and blessing you. I'm not losing hope that this world will change for the good. Strange, although we know the conditions of the society and the culture is not very good at this moment. In fact, we've never seen the world in this view. It's interesting when you look at our solar system and you realize that we are the first people in history, the history of the world, all the way back down to Adam, that has been able to look back on the earth, on the Apollo 8 mission, 1968. The first time we saw it from a distance. It was amazing, you know, as a live person who saw this. And so we have this view through our eyes now that we can see and what God must see when he looks at. You know, there was a song that was played years ago. Uh, from a distance, you know, there's peace. From a distance, everything's beautiful. Why are we fighting for? So Our Lady's eyes and what she says and what she has for us and the beauty that she shows us and things that she can connect into our soul, no one has the eyes she has. The visionaries have said, if you saw one tear flow from Our Lady's eyes, you'd never want to sin anymore. One tear. Pope Benedict said, all we need is just a shedding of one tear for remorse. Our ladies told us, be open to God's mercy to receive it. Because many aren't open to God's mercy, and they don't receive mercy. So you must be open to this. Sin's not the problem. God paid for that price through Jesus Christ, his son. Everything's available for redemption for us repeatedly, a thousand, thousand times, no matter what we do if we're sincere, contrite, and we repent and confess. But if we don't, and we ask for God's mercy, and not in a state of grace, we're not open to it. We must be open to that. And what does Our Lady's eyes hold for us? Where will they take you? Can you shout hallelujah when you see her as the visionaries do? Will they have that for you? There's nothing like what the visionaries say when they see her and eye to eye look at her. 
Sometimes they look brown, sometimes they look blue. Always they offer a beautiful view into the soul I'm connected to. No one has eyes like you. In the light, they sing in the dark. They pull me together, they tear me apart. They're playful and funny and passionate too. Oh, no one has eyes like you. today when I read this message of what uh, what Satan would think or what do you think that Satan thinks hearing the, these words of Our Lady you, you can see him in hearing Our Lady say I'm looking at your hearts and I shudder it, as she has said in the past and that be something that he would rejoice in but what what do you think he thinks in in hearing these words of Our Lady today? Well, he hates like acid. Hatred of acid that eats through anything and everything to do what he has to do to stop the messages. The last thing he wants is these messages that Our Lady has said is for the salvation of the whole world. I desire your conversion. Or rather, uh, June 25th, 2007, where Our Lady said, God desires the conversion of the whole world. And yet, Satan knows we suffer, or rather, God knows we suffer as the consequences of our sin. And Our Lady doesn't want this. We think suffering is part of the saints' lives. Now, suffering is a result of attacks from the devil, and they use this for atonement. We've been given suffering sometimes, because, and we should take joy from that, but that suffering comes not from God. Ivanka was told... God desires a suffering, or rather, God desires the discomfort of none of his children. He doesn't want us to be suffering this way. We often have a middle-aged mentality that we're all supposed to suffer. And God doesn't desire this, but when it comes your way, we're to carry those crosses with joy. It doesn't mean it makes it pleasant, but it does make it mean sweeter because it's, it's a value. You know, our lady's talking about the three admonitions when they come. There's certainly going to be some kind of suffering, whether it's mentally or our souls or in anguish or physically. We don't know. But it's going to have some purification. Purification is usually something of very much discomfort. And we can't avoid it because look at the world. The consequences of our actions 
Nothing defiled enters in the presence of God. That's what purgatory is about. God doesn't want us to be there. He'd be delighted for us to go from this life to the next straight into heaven. But nothing defiles enters the presence of God, so it needs purification. Coming to God here on earth would be the same way. And so we're in for some, some kind of uh, discovery by really our own making. Once we understand these things, uh, we don't have to be down on ourselves, but take joy. Scripture says take joy when you've been given suffering because you've been given a measure of mine. Some people suffer without it being on their own part or something they've done wrong and atonement. They've become victim souls. And if you're not, offer it up for the salvation of souls. Our Lady wants these things. But one thing's clear, our Lady wants us to do this with joy. Not that you'd be happy with it, that's a different thing. But joyful that you can really pay this price or you can become purified. And the closer you get to Our Lady, the more you can take this. I once had a lady that was a girl that was in a car wreck and that was in Medjugorje, and she was restricted for the rest of her life to a wheelchair, and she asked me about it. I said, fall in love with it. Fall in love with your suffering. Embrace it. Give it to Our Lady for her use. And and then give to God. Give to Our Lady, give to Her Son what you love the most. It changed our whole perspective about that. And I know there's been people healed in Medjugorje that accepted their suffering instead of always, oh, heal me, heal me, heal me. And it's really the path to be healed. And if not that, the strength to cope with it where it's not unbearable. But I often used to say years ago about what is the purpose of the admonitions? You know, for a non-believer, it's nothing but punishment. It's nothing but suffering. Can you imagine a non-believer laying there and for your suffering or in, the, in their bed, on the deathbed, they're suffering with no purpose, simply because of their belief. But Padre Pio may have suffered, or somebody in a car wreck, and they don't believe, they're suffering with no redemptive value as far as what their knowledge is about as far as their soul. Padre Pio, he suffered his stigmata. He heard from that. But for him, he didn't run around saying, oh, oh, this pain. He used this for a redemptive purpose, purpose not only himself, but for salvation of other people. And so there's purpose to this. It's not always to our liking, but if you've got it, make the best out of it. When one of my children get hurt, I always say, don't let that go to waste. Offer it to Jesus. Well, I don't want to. This hurts. When they're little, sometimes they might say that. But if you, if you learn that, that you, you why, why hurt with, with waste? Same thing going to Las Vegas and blowing money at the casino. Don't throw that away. Make it valuable. And so our lady's got these things that she's trying to show us. And what does Satan think of it? He hates it. He hates it when we take something that he wants to use to wear you down to turn against God and not go his way. And so December 2nd, 2007, our lady said, Today, while I'm looking at your hearts, my heart is filled with pain and and shudder. Pretty scary things. Real scary messages. And in regards to her there, and this was with thousands of, of, of people there. I'm glad I wasn't there. <laughs> but think about that. But also, I'm sure she's looked at me and done the same thing. Actually, the message was so strong, she goes on and says, My children, stop for a moment and look into your hearts. Is my son, your God, truly in the first place? Are his commandments truly the measure of your life? I am warning you again, without faith, there is no God's nearness. God's word, which is the light of salvation and the light of common sense. So in other words, God's word is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, she's saying, is the light of common sense. We've lost common sense. We've gone to so much intellectualism and theology and things like that that we don't see the common good of just the parables and what those meanings were and the simplicity of Our Lady's messages. And so we have Our Lady coming. In fact, Maria Mariana was so distraught over this message that Our Lady didn't, she interrupted Our Lady. And Our Lady said, I read the Mariana adds this. I ask Our Lady painfully not to leave us and not to give up on us. Our Lady painfully smiled to my request and left. This time she did not finish her message with the words, thank you. 
And so Our Lady came and she gave these words and interrupted it by leaving. Mariana saying, don't leave us. Don't give up on us because it sounded like this message, and this was one of the first ones like that, that Our Lady was giving up. Our Lady comes back the next month and an incredible statement says, Dear children, in this holy time, full of graces and his love, which sends me, I implore you not to be with the heart of stone. May fasting and prayer be your weapon for drawing closer to coming to Jesus, my son. Follow me, my luminous example. I will help you. I am with you. And so that response was Mariana asking, don't leave us, don't give up on us. And she says, basically, I'm not going to give up on you. I am with you. And so we have this beautiful connection from month to month when Our Lady's interrupted and she comes back and saying, I won't leave you. I am with you. past, God destroyed the sinful world in the waters of the flood. He chose Noah alone and his family to be saved upon the ark. Today, mankind is sinking in a whirlpool of sin, and it does not even know in what sin it is sinking. Who will save us from this whirlpool? Where is our ark to be found? Who is our navigator upon the stormy waves? The ark today is not of wood made by man, but rather in the opening of a motherly mantle, the star of the sea, Mary of Nazareth, mother of Jesus, the queen of peace, God's ark for us today, leading us to security to peace, to a future. Will you allow yourself to be saved upon this ark? A new ark, a booklet by a friend of Medjugorje, available on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or call in the U.S. 205-672-2000. 205-672-2000. A new ark, by a friend of Medjugorje, available through Caritas of Birmingham. The Holy Queen, Mother of Jesus, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, Queen of Nations, Queen of all hearts, the woman of revelation, the queen of peace, asks you to spread her call to the ends of the earth. Medjugorje.com a tool for you to spread Our Lady's way of life and change the world. Medjugorje.com Brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. Spread to all your family and friends. Medjugorje.com From Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. The December 2nd, 2007 message where a lady said, I'm looking at your hearts and my heart is filled with pain. And then Mariana says to her lady painfully, she says, do not give up on us. Uh, the message I read was 
the following month was actually 2007, and I didn't read the correct message. But I want to correct that and read what she said after Mariana says, Don't give up on us. The lady comes right back the next month and says, Dear children, with all the strength of my heart, I love you and give myself to you. As a mother fights for her children, I pray for you and fight for you. We knew instantly when that was said and read that that was referenced in the month before. Don't give up on us. And Our Lady actually in that message says, I'm warning you again, with that faith there is no God. That's the first message in December. I am warning you again, with that faith there is no God's nearness. So it was incredible that Our Lady answered in this way, and she's coming to the earth for that. She's fighting for us. You know, there's many judgments should be against us. We see this. We sense it. Uh, non-believers know something's up in society and the, and the culture. Uh, they're uncomfortable. They may not know the reasons that we do following biblical history or having that knowledge, but we can see these things. We see it in the Bible. We see it in, in the society. We see it in Our Lady said, look at the signs of the times. When we look at what Jesus said, he says, watch for the signs of the times. Our Lady's coming on the earth and saying this. Now look at the signs of the times. You know, we're in the day of the Lord. And the last chapters of Malachi, it says, For behold, the day comes burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that comes shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall rise with his healing wings. This is what I'm trying to get us to see. That much of what the earth is walking in darkness is going to go away. She can't coexist with her presence and blessings each day. She's come to remove that. And she wants to turn all the wicked to righteousness. It's not that she wants the arrogant to be burning in stubble. She wants them to be brought to holiness, to be saved. And that's the beauty and the love. Our Lady says, I'm fighting for you. Leave evil being evildoers. Leave the evil in your heart even as children of God, as Christians. It goes on and says, you shall go forth leaping like calves from the stall. What does that mean? Because when you find the love of Our Lady, you're able to walk with her. You feel this joy. You feel the joy you never left before or had before because of the things you left that's dragging the culture down. There's the elevation of the light and the decreasing or the increasing of the darkness decreasing down lower of the heart of man. And so we see our calves here when they're young. It's fun to watch them. I mean, when they run around the pastures, they play with these. They're just like kids. You see a grown cow, it looks so stupid. The bull or the cow. They just look like they exist and breathe and eat. Nothing more. But you really feel that you're looking at children when you see baby calves. They have so much energy. And so this Bible verse has life. The reality of living a grand or close to the soil, you see these things. It's really humorous to watch these calves run and chase each other, especially on a cool morning when they wake up. You shall, le- you shall go forth leaping like calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked, and there will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord. Remember the, Lord, remember the law of my servant Moses the statutes and ordinances that I commanded for him in the Horeb of all of Israel. Tread what? The wicked down underneath their feet? Our Lady's saying to do that, but not the way we'd interpret this, because you've got to apply the scriptures according to what she says in the messages. We're going to crush the wicked, crush wickedness with love. We want them to convert, change their heart, join us in this love of Our Lady, following, following her, leading to her son, Jesus Christ. This Bible verse goes on and says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet. Our Lady's coming to us as Elijah to lead us for a great plan for the salvation of the world. I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Beautiful. This is what we need in the culture today to save it.
The hearts of fathers back to the children. The children's hearts back to the fathers. And it ends with this. Least I come and strike the land with the curse. Well, there is separation time. For those who go back to the children and the children's hearts to the fathers, this is what's going to happen. You know, to the whole world. The whole world would have this. They'll have this because it's God's desire, according to Lay's words, that, that God desires for the fruits, of the, or rather she says, I want the fruits of the family to be seen one day. What comes from the family? Religious life, holy life, spiritual life. We have in the family one in four children who will receive a vocation. One in four. And yet this is not alive because of spiritual and the prayer and, and the open to grace and being in the state of grace is not here. So what is your world? Are you turning your heart to the children? If you have children, there's children out there. Do you look at your neighbor as a child? Our lady does. She calls them little children. She calls them dear children. So that could be your neighbor. But we have to turn our hearts, just as a father would who loves his children, both to our neighbor both of those in our family, and both of those even our enemy. So what kind of world have you made? What kind of world have you made that you live in? It said you, the bed you make, you lay in. What are your choices? We've got a whole world that we can look at and see the beauty of it, just like the first astronauts when they looked back in 68 and saw the world and couldn't help think but God. And which one was it that had a, a spiritual conversion standing on the moon looking back at the earth? The presence of God. Can you ma- imagine the isolation this man felt? Or any of them? How could, you, how could you not believe? First Romans talks about this. There is no excuse not to believe because of known realities out in creation. When you look at creation, you can't help but think of God. So you're not excused. If you have doubts, you have non-belief in you, you're not excused. Because if you just open your heart and look, and in fact, our lady said something incredible. She said for what we, when asked about people that don't believe in God or atheists, she said, have them meditate five minutes a day on the God they don't believe exists. That's all our lady needs. This is incredible. So we need to change our view of the world and look at the beauty of it. And look what God wants to lead it to. It's just not we're in the world and we're going to be suffering all the time and it's, and it's going to be hell. Our lady just said in this message, I bring you hope. I'm not losing hope that this world will change for the good and peace will reign in the hearts of men. This means it's, it's going to happen. The question is, are you going to be in that? Reign? Are you going to be in that peace? She says, Joy will begin to reign in the world because you have opened yourselves to my call and to God's love. That's all you have to do. And this is beautiful. The Holy Spirit is changing a multitude of those who have said yes. So, what is your view of the world? What kind of world are you making? The world's a beautiful place. Satan has soiled it. And all that soil and all that that will not change, that's going to resist, just like a demonic resists Jesus, even with the power so much, that when he ordered them out, the men who he ended up driving out of the pigs, they started bargaining with him. He was so powerful. He balked. He was ever balk at Jesus Christ's words. Send us in the pigs, not back to hell. And he did so. Not that Jesus couldn't do it without sending them out the pigs, but it shows you. The resistance of darkness. Are we going to stay darkened in our souls? And I least remember talking to the church. The churched. This is what's got to change first before we can change everything else. So the world's our friend. Or if we're in darkness and not state of grace, it makes us cold as steel. Are you going to break that? Are you going to be able to look at it and see it? And the beauty of what our lady's offering to us Many can't because they're not praying, they're not fasting, or they don't want to. All you have to do in this time, he says, conversion is easy for those who desire it, is open your heart to the world to be a better place by making your world a better place. Traffic crows 
cell phone calls Talk radio screams at me But through my tinted window I see Little girl A rust red minivan She's got chocolate on her face Got little hands And she waves at me Yeah, she smiles at me Well, hello world How you been? Good to see you, my old friend Sometimes I feel Cold as steel Broken like I'm never gonna heal I see a light, a little hole in a little girl Oh, hello world Every day I drive by A little white church It's got these Little white crosses Like angels in the yard Stop on in Say a prayer Maybe talk to God like He is there Oh, I know He's there Yeah, I know He's there Well, hello Good to see you, my old friend Sometimes I feel As cold as steel And broken like I'm never gonna heal I see a light, a little grace Little faith unfurled Hello world Sometimes I forget what living's for And I hear my life through my front door And I breathe it in Now the empty disappears, 
I remember why I'm here. Just surrender and believe. Our Lady's key word is surrender. Surrender to her everything. In 1981, the Virgin Mary began appearing in a village in the former Yugoslavia called Medjugorje. The Virgin came because she said the world was in need of healing, of faith in God. She called herself the Queen of Peace. Every day since 1981, the Virgin Mary of Medjugorje has appeared to give a blessing for the world. Join us for a momentous event March 19th through the 23rd, 2011. Be in the presence of five apparitions of the Holy Virgin Mary, the Queen of Peace, when she appears to Medjugorje visionary Maria Lunetti at Caritas, Alabama. Entrust yourself, your family, and your life to God through the Virgin Mary. For more information, call Caritas at 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000, USA, or visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, March 19th through the 23rd, Apparitions of the Virgin Mary at Caritas, Alabama. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. And can you imagine the solar system, the universe, and everything, the magnitude of that, and it's dwarfed by the presence of the Holy Virgin Mary and her presence, and you can be there? What? Anna Maria came one time on a surprise visit. We called some 200 people that we knew were real strong with our mission at that time, and they were friends of the mission, and we said, Maria came here for a surprise visit. She's going to leave uh, the day after tomorrow. We want to invite you to an apparition. They flew in from California. They flew in from Texas. They flew in from way up north, maybe New York. Just on one moment's notice. You've got a month plus preparation to come, to be in all these presence. Or they said, a particular grace is available during the apparition. These times will never come back again. <clears throat> Excuse me. But because it's Our Lady who says, these are the last apparitions on earth. Why would you not want that? She said today, I look, I'm looking at you and blessing you. Maria says one of the most endearing things during the apparitions, and she's done it several times, is she looks at each face. Now, if there's thousands of people here, she's looking at each face. We know you're probably one that's going to be skipped. That's what I think. But Maria says, no, she looked at each face. The apparition sometimes seems like two hours for Maria and four or five minutes for us. And when Maria says that, that happens. She can't explain it, but it does. I said, why is it endearing when she looks at us like this? She says, because it's so beautiful that she's checking each, she's actually moving her head back and forth to signify to Maria that she's looking at each heart. She did something beautiful, and I think it was 2009, right? Most incredible. Our Lady, she came in and she said, we had thousands of people in the field. She said, Our Lady looked at each face. And she said, Our Lady stood there, her feet, firmly planted in the cloud that she appears under, and she twisted around, raising her arms up, praying over her, looking at each face, twisting her back around so she could see behind her, went all the way around, almost 360, the other way to her right, and looked at her right behind her. And she said, this is very beautiful. And so our lady wants to ask her, I said, why does our lady do this? She wants us to know that she knows you're there as an individual. She's looking after each one of her children, so also today, I'm, I'm with you, and I'm looking at you and blessing you. I'm not losing hope that this world will change for good and that peace will reign in the hearts of men, in the hearts of men, rather, I'm sorry, in the hearts of men. Joy will begin to reign in the world because you've opened yourselves to my call and God's love. We've been giving shows for, for two or three years now, and we've been talking about things that's going to happen and how difficult it's going to be. Berlay says, make your decisions now that it might go well for you. The people that have been listening to us talking about the culture will fall. Our system is, is now is not going to last. Seems to contradict this thing when Ali says joy will reign or joy will begin to reign in the world because you've opened yourselves to my call and to God's love. That's the key is to open yourselves to her call. Those who are not won't be in joy. And so Ali says, I see a multitude. The Holy Spirit is changing a multitude of those who have said yes. We've been pushing the message, guiding it, showing you to change your direction, and people are doing it. 
And it's like the guy who called a few weeks ago. I've got my tractor in 29 acres. He was overjoyed. Everybody's downsizing or changing their situations and how they live and and coming into you with messages, and we're hearing from people that are very, very happy about what they're doing. From acting on the book, ain't going to happen. Look what happened to booklets or the ark or whatever. Hundreds of little booklets. They're acting on these things, and they're going to a more joyful life. The joy of the life our Lady calls us to in the future. And it's so beautiful to hear her say, I'm not losing hope because our messages are making people change the direction, giving them hope. Change the world for the good. And so, what kind of world are you creating? You want happiness? Start acting on that. You say, well, I'm too old, or I can't, or I'm this. There's things you can do. I, don't, I can't tell you. But the messages are given to you so loosely that you can. You can change things. And so it is that the changing, the changing world is... is the power today is in the woman. She changes the heart, or rather, she changes the world one heartbeat at a time. And there's so much power in that. When, and this applies to the fathers turning their hearts to children. That means the mothers are turning their heart to children. That they're looking at this row. That's not in the corporate boardroom. It's not in your career. It's in changing the culture through your children because they will grow up, transcend into adulthood, and their mentalities will be what the culture will be. And so it is, we need to realize that we can change the world. And who's got the power today is the woman because that's God. Uh, that's who God sends the woman. And you'll see her messages often address the women, the mother. The world's in need of motherhood. Fatherhood cannot reign without the queenship of the mother. And when that motherhood reigns, you'll see a beautiful thing, a touch of grace, because women have that grace. Men don't have it. We're beast. We're beast. Only a woman can change those beasts to gentle men. And she's the one that reaches out to them. She's the one that touches them. She's the one that changes history. We're history makers. Those who follow a lady are making history for eternity. Because we'll talk about this in heaven and all the battles we fought. And every soul mother can do that. It's got that much power, that much influence. You're one kiss away from that, especially as a mother. You're up all night with a screaming baby. Run all day at the speed of light Every day you feel a little bit less Like the beautiful woman you are So you fall into bed when you run out of hours and you wonder if anything worth doing got done Or maybe you just don't know Maybe you've forgotten that you You are changing the world One little heartbeat at a time Making his to be with every touch and every smile Oh, you may not see it now But I believe the time will tell how you You are changing the world One little heartbeat at a time Every I know you can do it and Every tear that you kiss away So many little things that seem to go unnoticed 
But just like the drops of rain down the line They become a river for you You were changing the world One little heartbeat at a time Making history with every touch and every smile on you May not see it now But I believe that time will tell how you are changing the world One little heartbeat at a time Love you You are changing the world One little heartbeat at a time Making history This is such a, a queenly message in the sense that Our Lady has used the word rain twice in this message saying that there's a time coming where peace is going to reign and joy is going to reign. And she's there standing there. She says she's, she's with us. She's looking at us. And she's blessing us, all in the same sentence. And she's speaking about this multitude who have said yes, that the Holy Spirit is, is gathered together. And my, my question is that you've, you've been on these, these series of talks in recent months, having the opportunity to be on both sides of the the nation and, and just your travels back and forth to Medjugorje, meeting people on the plane, you know, all of these kind of encounters. How do you see this yourself in, in, in these gatherings that you've been with? Do you, do you see this happening where that the world is changing through these, these groups of people that have said yes to Our Lady? Well, we're dealing with different a different mentality than we were 10 years ago with the message. Um, I know in 96, 97, even in that area, as late as that, that people would think you were, you were fatalistic. And yet, if they read what we were saying then, we weren't fatalistic. We were talking about hope. Our Lady is our hope. But see, the world was going pretty good at that point, per se. Yeah, there was a lot of bad things, but the general culture didn't feel what it feels now. I mean, any non-believer you talk to feels there's something dying. They feel it. Some people misinterpret that and they need to go exercise and they need to diet or they need to eat more vitamins and they start thinking, I've got to, you know, when it, what, what their mistranslation in their inner being is, is their soul's dying. And there's nothing wrong with taking vitamins or nothing like that, but we have general people out there, there are people out there that's doing everything to stay useful, plastic surgery, everything. They're searching for all the wrong things. When what it is is their soul is seeking to be above the flesh and be revived. November 25th, Our Lady said, 2010, Dear children, I look at you and I see in your hearts death without hope, restlessness, and hunger. This is just two months ago, Our Lady saying this. There is no prayer or trust in God. That is why the Most High permits me to bring you hope and joy. Open yourselves, open your hearts to God's mercy, and it will give you everything you need you know, for your hearts with peace because He is peace and your hope. This message today is just the opposite. What happened? I called Maria that day. I said, Maria, what did you think about this message when I said, I see in your heart's death without hope, restlessness, and hunger? She said, I was shocked. Never before has a lady spoken to me this way. Now, Mariana's had these messages. Mariana's messages, March 22nd, 2009, a lady says, 
I'm here among you. I'm looking into your wounded and restless hearts. October 2nd, 2009, I look at you and my heart seizes, seizes with pain. Where have you going, my children? Have you sunk so deep in sin that you didn't know how to stop yourself? You justify yourselves with sin and live according to it. Kneel down beneath the cross and look at my son. He conquered sin and died so that you, my children, may live. August 2nd, 2007. Today I look at your hearts and look at them. My heart seizes with pain. Again, she says this. My children, I ask of you unconditionally pure love for God. And so we see this, and then we see this November message just two months ago saying about your heart seizes. Maria is shocked by this. The next day I talked to her again. I said, Maria, what do, what do you think? She said, I'm telling you, I'm shocked. And again, she repeated a second time, never has our lady said this to me. And so today's message is incredible. Incredible in the sense that she says, I am with you, I'm looking at you and blessing you. I'm not losing hope that this, will, this world will change for good. This is what we just heard. To change the world. She's rising up us to change the world. And if we don't have hope, if we don't follow, how can anybody else hope to have it? Because we're walking with the joy of God, the Holy Virgin Mary. And joy will reign, or begin to reign in the world because you've opened yourselves to my call and God's love. I haven't addressed this yet, but the way Our Lady ended this is really different and really incredible. She says, therefore, I desire to say to you, thank you for having responded to my call. She doesn't always, she doesn't say that. Every message is period, and then thank you for responding to my call. She's so pleased with this yes and the multitudes that are changing and for this joy that's going to reign in the world that she says, therefore, I desire to say to you, thank you for responding to my call. In other words, you've heard me. You've heard my admonitions about I'm looking at your heart and you're changing. You may not be perfect, but you're coming to be saints and angels. Where can that best be? Between husband and wife. Because they raise the angels. If they're saints, if they're demons, they're raising little bugs. And we see this everywhere. Children have become tyrants, selfish, neglectful. No care for the parents. But our lady wants us to open the grace. First, get in the state of grace. Ask for the grace. Open your heart to it. And open yourself to God's mercy. To get God's mercy, you have to be open to that. Many people aren't. These are our lady's words about open your heart to mercy. So to receive mercy, you have to open to it. And so as we are looking at these things, the visionaries have said you teach your children how to love God by loving each other. So husbands and wives, even to their neighbors, whoever they are, they affect. We've seen this just on a trip. People are affected by, by my wife and I on this last trip. We didn't know what they were observing us. We was out by ourselves and brought a couple toward Medjugorje who sought us out by the Holy Spirit. So we, you don't know how God will use you. But if you give yourself to a lady, she'll use you. And so this love between the husband and wife and each, other, each other's arms makes you saints and you raise up angels. And we've lost this concept. We've lost the power of the family. We've lost the understanding of how powerful the family can be. And it is your world, your family, your community, the community our lady asks for here to be established is the world. It's our daily world. And so what we do is how we grow. It's how we become perfect with our imperfections. We're only human, baby. We walk on broken ground. We lose our way. We come unwound. We're turning circles, baby. We're never satisfied. From grace, forget we can fly. But through all the tears that we cry, we'll survive. Cause when we're torn apart, shattered and scarred, love has 
imperfections I love your everything Your broken heart Your broken wings I love you when you hold me And when you turn away I love you still And I'm not Sometimes I get up in the middle of the night and I see the washing machines running. And I don't hear that running. I, I hear love. Love because there's so many hours in the day that you can't get to everything, especially a wife and mother. And so it is. We're preparing for Maria coming March 19th to the 23rd. And for you. And when a community is so busy, a community that the Holy Virgin Mary asked for to be established in 1988, for the purpose of February 25th, 1988, sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world, who are working for you without stop of rest, with very little sleep, will go right up to that moment that even there's not enough time to wash clothes during the day. You can even conceive the sacrifices being offered for you to make your stay here open to grace and to love. And so it is. You should be thoughtful and thinking, God, what if you die tonight? Every grace is available to you. Ask Our Lady to bring you to her son. Ask her to hold you at your death be it tonight or decades. Every grace is available to you if you put yourself in a state of grace. We wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.